Welcome to Campus Feminist Happy Hour. Hey, it's Happy Hour yet again. How are you, Maddie? I'm good. I'm so good. How are you? I'm all right. Okay, we have a guest this week. So exciting. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Imogen. I'm a first year medical student here. At Sussex. Medical student. Ooh, I wonder She's why. Clever. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> yeah, not. literally. I'm like, anyone who studies medicine, I'm like, oh, you're so smart. I don't want to talk to you because I, w- yeah. I don't want to seem I dumb. I am really not. <laughs> no, I'm very intimidated by medics. They scare me a bit. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway. I am very Why scared. is there a medic here? Why really? is there a medic here? I mean, Corona is coming <laughs> after us all. Wash your hands, kids. Goddamn. I'm so scared. Um, I like how you just call it Corona. Corona. Like India, you don't yeah. bother to say virus anymore. I've been craving Corona ever since it started <laughs> happening. I'm not, not, I'm not going to lie. Um, no, but today we are talking about women's health. And luckily for us, Corona kills more men than women. <laughs> wow. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. No. I did say it, but okay. It's cool. Don't worry. Yeah, but we are going to talk about women's health. Um, Tell me it, why. Because it's also Pink Week here in Sussex campus, which is um, described by them as a week of events aimed at raising money and awareness for breast cancer. Um, And yeah, why is that important, do you think? It's funny, I just remembered that, was it yesterday, we bought a titty cupcake from the breast cancer, (gasps) from the Pink Week people. It was a good cupcake. Was it? Yeah, and I completely forgot that it was even Pink Week. (laughs) Um, I just said a nipple cupcake because, you know, fancied it. (laughs) Um, actually, you probably know have more information on breast cancer awareness. I'm putting you on yes. the spot here. Yeah, well, but you, you were like, "Why is it important?" I'm like, "Statistics, I don't have them." <laughs> oh god, statistics off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I, I have haven't. quite a personal link to it anyway. Yeah, from um, my family. Yeah. is it the most common? Um, it is the most common cancer for women. Yeah, yeah. and around. 50- Watch as one of my lecturers just walks and says, "That's false." <laughs> oh <laughs> no. Shit. Fairly, fairly certain it is, yes. Yeah, around 55,000 women and 370 men are diagnosed with breast cancer every single year in the UK, mm-hmm. which is a lot. That means like one in seven women in the UK will develop breast cancer throughout their life. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, no, yeah. It is. yeah. Um, and it proves just that number itself, I think, proves the importance of breast cancer awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you want to give some tips? Yeah, what can you look for when you're trying to like check yourself for breast cancer is a lump or swelling, obviously the most common, mm-hmm. but breasts are lumpy either way, so I feel like that's difficult. Yes. But uh, one of the key things that they say is like, know your boobs, know your lumps, <laughs> know your lumps, kids. <laughs> but seriously, if there's any new ones mm-hmm. or any different ones that you're yeah. not used to being there, so if I mean, touch your boobs. And they don't recommend doing it around your period because that's when your mammary mammary glands swell up. I was literally just going to say, like, around your period, a lot of women get freaked out because they're like, oh, my God, lumps, like new lumps. Yeah. But it's actually It's just just your mammary glands. Yeah. Milk. Yeah. So check your boobs (laughs) three weeks of the month, but (laughs) not the other one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then any chase... Change in the, like size or shape, mm-hmm. skin texture, color, obviously color of the nipple, mm-hmm. um, rash or crusting. Nice. Yeah, we love a good crusting. <laughs> we <laughs> love it. Or discharge from the nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and dimples my favorite on the word, discharge. Dimples on the nipple. Dimples on the nipple. Well, not mean? on the nipple, sorry. Dimples on the breast. I was like, isn't that when your um, nipples get excited? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. Dimple is going in. Dimples the other way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is why I don't study medicine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dimples around the breasts. Um, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing, actually. Yeah. It, most people don't. Um, okay. You usually only do... Like, that's the thing is why we have these awareness weeks, because you usually only know about those kind of symptoms, either sure. if you study medicine, and even then you've got to go into like a women's health route yeah, um, yeah. yeah do or you have, if someone in your family do you have a women's health route in medicine mm, less in like medical school itself you have yeah. like you talk about it um but it's less like actively women's health mm. and more reproductive health reproductive health um yeah. and then it's sense. later especially like in third year when you do your placements you can be with an you can go and like you can have an ops and gynae placement mm. um lots of childbirth there and lots of women's health and everything like that. Yeah. And then obviously once you finish your five years of med school, you 
you go into your training and that's when you can specialize, specialize. a bit more. Yeah. Do you find it annoying that they don't call it women's health, but just reproductive health? Yeah, because then they always think they always talk about men's health as well at the same time. Well, and I feel like it's such an important yeah. separate issue that women's health doesn't equal reproduction. Yeah, well, that's all we're useful for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Sorry. Oh. I, um, sorry. Did you oh. forgot that we're just baby incubators? Yeah. <laughs> incubators. Incubators. And makers. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was just thinking that because I actually. I was just thinking, like, oh, you d- you, is that what it's officially called in like me- your medic school, like reproductive health? Yeah, is that I mean, what, we like, haven't reached that. Called? We haven't reached that yeah. module yet. But if I remember correctly, oh god, what year is it even in? I mean, it's I'm just thinking back in to medicine like, anyway, and even in like school biology I was just classes and stuff. Say, yeah. It's always cla- that stuff is always classified as like reproductive health. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to remember, like, in my systems. biology, like sex ed lessons, mm. it wasn't so much women's health or girls health it mm. was more just like reproduction yeah which of course is important but it's not necessarily but it's like of course but yeah men and women are quite distinctively biologically different yeah and having sex education just as a reproductive kind of education mm-hmm. is not really i just think there needs to be a section that's women's health as well yeah mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if like also because some women can't reproduce so where well, are they going? I was going to say, did you find that when they did talk about women's health, they literally just mentioned how your period works and yeah. that was it? Yeah. 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 Mainly. Cool. So nothing Sex else. education is, no. is a joke. Yes. I'm not yeah. going to lie. In most schools, at least when I grew up, mm-hmm. it was a joke. It yes, was it's interesting. We both grew up in different schooling systems. Yeah. So all three of us. Yeah. So I'm UK. Hmm. I'm and an all girls school as well. All girls school. I was an international school in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I was a Norwegian, yeah, regular <laughs> Norwegian common, <laughs> common, yeah, school. yeah, yeah. I wonder who had the most like progressive sex ed detailed kind of thing. I mm. remember we separated into groups of boys and girls, yeah. so the girls would mm, feel safe. Yeah, we weird. did that as well. Yeah, that's what did you think of that? The thing is, like, I felt safer asking questions about my body mm. when I was in a group of all yeah, girls. So for some reasons, I think it was um, really helpful. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you just base it on the two sexes, yeah, girls and boys. And the boys don't get to learn anything about women's health and the girls don't get to learn anything about male health, mm-hmm. which doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But I think especially though, the problem is when you're that age, like you're so scared and vulnerable anyway. Yeah. I suppose that being in a mixed class would just make you less I know. Less inclined to ask questions, which so it's like a difficult thing. Well, yeah. that's why I actually much as I say that it was terrible and it was the info. I like what they did with ours, which is we had like an intro class mm. lecture thing, um, with all of us. And they didn't go into like too much graphic detail because obviously we're 14 and the girls and the boys were at very different maturity levels. Mm. And then afterwards, when we wanted to go into anonymous question time, we separated. Yeah. Um, And I actually, even though, again, there's that issue of you're just like male, female. And there's very that strong separation. It was a lot more helpful, especially since I heard what was going on in the boys section. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I'm so happy they were not in the room when we were talking about boobs and pubes and stuff. But I think you shouldn't be embarrassed about speaking about those things. And Mm. I think a part of the issue with sex education today is that you only bring it up like once in like six six year or yeah um, and it's yeah, always done so yeah. like reluctantly yeah none of the teachers want to do it i think if it was repeated like every year it was like mm. more it's more a mundane thing it wouldn't be as embarrassing it yeah. wouldn't be stigmatized you wouldn't feel really shy about asking questions about yeah. things that would be happening to your body when i think i was really lucky with my school like yeah. i think that they did it really well basically i don't remember the exact year that we started having sex Ed. But it, I think it started with <laughs> but you started having wow. sex. <laughs> sex education. Yeah. Um, but it started with biology and just like the basic mm. that's not really even sex education. Oh, it's, a it's baby just like formed. it's just reproduction, yeah. Yeah. But then we had like every year after that, so maybe from year nine onwards, every year after that, like a nurse will come in for like a f- couple sessions mm. and like the fact that it was a nurse as well was good because 
she was like not phased yeah. by anything. It wasn't like one of our teachers like, mm-hmm. and uh, now this is contraception. Yep. Like it wasn't like super <laughs> awkward. I love um, that that was the most embarrassing contraception. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause I was gonna say that one nurse came in and I remember it so distinctly. She came in and literally like on the table just took out every single kind of contraception you could possibly try. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, there's so many different there's kinds. So many. I was like, I just thought it was condom and like yeah. a pill. And that yeah. was it. And then there was like all these scary yeah, looking devices do. as well. <laughs> and I was like, that was really good though, because it wasn't like making us scared of like yeah. sex or like ashamed. It was like, mm-hmm. listen, there are many options mm. and it's up to you want to use if you want to use anything mm. um and i was like that's actually really good yeah. i think um and there was another nurse who came in who talked about stds but i feel like it was in a very mature way and it wasn't like just to scare us yeah um so that was nice one thing is there was virtually no lgbt representation yeah i think they showed us a video which referenced that gay people exist <laughs> but i mean it could have been like the by the Eurovision way gay people also <laughs> exist yeah, <laughs> it's like that. So that was one thing I feel like they should have just, mm. yeah, like you just had. Some, I don't know. Yeah. See, I found it quite different in my school. I actually found that the teacher was better than the external person, mm-hmm. um, mostly just because it was just one teacher and she was amazing, mm. and she was a bio teacher, and she just kept like, even though we were studying like reproductive health, she would constantly be like, "All right, we're going off topic. We're going to talk about more important things mm. than baby making." Um, and you know, I was always challenging her being like what about which you're talking about pheromones how does this work with gay people and she would always have an answer Mm. yeah um whereas like oh god my experience with the uh, external sex ed people was like um lesbian i do not know what this is Um, (laughs) it's it's uh i've read about them wait who Um, were these external people though they were external professional sex ed teachers what from like a company yeah, to go I've, and teach ex- sex ed, I've, I've and they told people. me to use cling film. <laughs> <laughs> no, please yeah, not. yeah, Goddamn. no. How do lesbians have safe sex? Use cling film, apparently. Oh, um, oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. actual oh. advice from a sex ed <laughs> professional sex ed teacher. Just use foil, guys. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be great. Oh, oh no! God, imagine the sand. sandpaper to rub away the. <laughs> But there's so many things missing from me. sex education. I feel like, like you mentioned, um, LGBTQ plus, it's just never mentioned. No, but I feel um, like nowadays it is a lot. Because yeah. I went back to my school um, for my five-year reunion. Hello, I'm old. <laughs> and um, I like did a little tour of the school as well. Because I was like, everything yeah. looks smaller. Yeah. And whatever. It was really sweet. And I saw like on the walls of some of the... Uh, main areas and also in like some of the science mm-hmm. uh, buildings there was like really detailed like little poster presentation things of like lgbt issues and mm. like i was like wow that's so impressive it wasn't yeah. just like um i don't know like the reproductive system mm. like the fact that they had like these posters on display like one of them was about like famous trans people or something and i was like whoa like they've come really yeah. far and i think it was purely just because i mean i know a couple people in the younger years just like siblings or friends mm. and they say like yeah a few people have, like loads of people have come out yeah since you've been gone as like queer or like um trans even i don't know exactly like how many but mm. i was like wow that really did make the difference i, I guess. can imagine um so that's really cool that really does make but that's sense. kind of a case of students educating students yeah, yeah. you know because that's yeah. how i found like, it in I my school i don't think the adults would have ever done no. it if it wasn't for those students so because no. it was very similar in my school so i was the first person in the history of my school to ever come out mm. and that's an old old school like yeah. we just celebrated our like what 95th anniversary mm. um, did they give you a prize <laughs> <laughs> no but I f- a teacher found me in the street the other day and was like you're a legend <laughs> um, I was like thank you I know yeah. <laughs> I uh, she a gay legend um <laughs> and so they had like no idea how to cope with it mm. when I like accidentally screamed out in class I'm gay um <laughs> they had no idea how to cope with it they were like what do we do we've never dealt with this I got no help um really and so I was like I'm well, just what, what did you were you just struggling with coming out or no I mean like with people being homophobic oh, sorry. um <laughs> they were like Reminder kids, we don't tolerate bullying. Mm. And then that was it. 
Um, but they were like they couldn't they couldn't deal with the specifics. Of they like were like, homophobia. we have a gay nah. student. We we don't know how to yeah. deal with this. Um, I thought only men could be gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here we go. And then yeah, <laughs> they were like, woo, how's that work? Um, and then so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna set up my own. Oh wait, that's it. Okay, yeah. cool. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna set up my own like gay straight alliance, like LGBTQ club, um, which inspired one of my close friends to come out as bi. That and so it was just cute. the two of us chilling for a while. That's and then as the years progressed and we still just got to rent out a room to chill in during break times, just yeah. the two of us, mm. the younger kids were like, oh, and they oh. got inspired. And then they like suddenly we had a group of like 20 little oh. baby gays. Um, baby gays, baby gays, baby queers, yeah, um, so and then I left school, um, a proud gay mum, and then I went, and then over summer I was working in Pride, and I found out that all my old kids had built up this club to like a huge thing, mm. changed the school, cur- um, not curriculum, um, policy policies yeah. on homophobia to get it to include hom- homophobia and the bullying, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Ho- homophobia and transphobia. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah. spoke at Pride this year, and I was—I so did, didn't know I was working at Pride as a like cook, and yeah. then walked out the kitchen and was like, "What? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so. Yeah. Funny. That's really I think amazing. it is important that students educate other students because yeah. yeah. Adults aren't going to do anything. In our case, there was just never a mention of anything. Mm remotely like that i thought being transgender was equivalent to being a drag queen basically yeah 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 until i was like yeah. i think that's what everyone thought to be 16 that's what i thought yeah um until i was educated by the media basically yeah um another student you have to rely on the media to educate yeah you. like it shouldn't yeah then you get you do get education but then you get a lot of crap yeah with it mm. like mm. i mean the internet you know it's yeah. great but it's also like Terrible. I mean, for health for hate. Yeah, on the top of our today. Yeah, it's really. Well, I will bad. say though. Can I just shout out the NHS website? It's <laughs> yeah, like the best it's website amazing. It's, just it's probably so one good. of my most searched like Google. Yeah, <laughs> just like NHS because it's anything. so chill. Yeah. it's like it's like a calm, like slightly older female GP is just talking to you, and you're freaking out about like I don't know the coronavirus. Yeah, like, the coronavirus. Like, you know, it's just, like, very calm. Yeah. It's like the middle-aged student support lady just yeah, calming yeah. you down. Yeah. Like a nice, gentle aunt. But I feel like that shines a light on what's missing from sex ed mm. uh, very much because yeah. a lot of women, I don't know if it's like that for men, but I usually see a lot of women around me when I'm in, like, sex drop-in centres and yeah. stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of women have a lot of queries and questions about what's going on with their bodies because it's just not talked about a a lot lot of stuff that happens it's a lot more complicated and stuff happens that you're not used to and you just freak out and you go to doctors and they might know that it's completely normal it's like oh this happens to everyone but it's just never talked about so you freak out about it and you go to doctors and they're like no it's normal it's like the thing with like the lumpy breasts at your period like i remember being like really freaked out by that when it started happening, because you're just like, wait, but no one told me this. <laughs> I got cancer. Like, it's just like, it's something that really should be, like, spoken about. Yeah, mm. definitely. And so, a lot of the things that make you panic, kind of, almost, or give you that much anxiety, mm. um, and it just forces you to go to doctors all the time. I also think that, like, women are treated in doctors' offices very different. Yeah. Yes. Men. Not that I can attest to men's experience. I can attest but to my I own. own. Well, I can attest to being on both sides of yeah, the chair. How's that? So, yeah, obviously with my placements, I go on the other side of the chair, which is strange. Um, and then I've also been a patient. Mm. Yeah. What kind of access do you get? Do you just follow a GP? I, like, um, sit next to the GP as yeah. they deal with their patients. Yeah, that's um, cool. I was really lucky. My placement, the one I've had recently, she was amazing. She was really attentive and... I know I shouldn't emphasize this, but I want to emphasize as well that she was a female GP. Yeah. Um, yeah. But obviously, it was a little bit more like careful with the women on more mm. personal stuff. But the men were treated well. And when I'm on placements, I'm speaking to patients, they've always been who are male. They've always been like, oh, yeah, the doctor was so attentive. Like, mm. as soon as I said what was going on, mm. it was like, we're going to test you. We're going to do this test, this test, this test, this test. Wow. Whereas, like, Female patients I've spoken to and 
like a lot of my friends have illnesses and stuff like that. I myself have one having been the female patient, you do feel you have to like prove your illness. Yeah. I, I mean, mm. even just yeah. for example, today I was at the GP Yeah, and he, f it was very dismissive and where I've had like one really good experience with the GP where I said what's happening and he went, yeah, you're right. Yeah. This one, always, I felt like I was, I felt like I was having a battle with him. Mm. It was like an argument and I kept having to be like, I see your point, yeah. but this is, not and you've only got 10 minutes and i've only got <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes i've only got 10 minutes he's trying to talk about one of my other illnesses yeah. and i'm like i'm not here for this i'm trying to prove to you that i have this i know yeah. i have this yeah. i've got a semi-informal like i've got an informal diagnosis of this yeah just believe me yeah and listen to me yeah and stop belittling me and my friend with endometriosis it took eight years for that's her really to wow. get that diagnosed yeah that's a really common like complaint mm -hmm. yeah and um I've, I, I did a project on endometriosis from med school yeah one of the most heavily undiagnosed or misdiagnosed conditions mm. in women and for example my friend eight years and throughout those eight years like she was going to the doctors being like this isn't normal yeah and they just told her like you're having a bad period yeah. stop being like hysterical and i think that word hysterical is like the main yeah overarching feeling that or like view that medicine has of women yeah this resonates with me so much i've been like back and forth at the doctors um uh, not anymore it's resolved now but um to not the doctors even the gynecologists Ooh. once they should be experts in this area um, and I knew I had this issue and they just wouldn't believe me. For three years, I went back and forth, paying £50 each time, yeah. having to wait months and months. I knew I had, I had physical evidence. I had yeah. photo proof of what yeah. was going on with me. And they were like, no, you're not. I literally, I was looking my gynecologist in the eye, different gynecologists. I went to four different ones. I was looking them in the eye, crying, screaming in pain. This is what's happening to me. And they wouldn't believe me. They That's were just crazy. saying, they were looking at me like I'm crazy. And uh. fortunately, the last one that I went to um, referenced me to uh, the hospital. And at the hospital, I was able to be properly diagnosed. Yeah. But until that, I was back and forth for three years. That's crazy. Not being able to be diagnosed because they just wouldn't believe me. They would just, they would literally just say I'm crazy, go home, try to relax. Yeah. What do you think the reason, do you think they just can't be bothered with going through with like... I think they experience a lot of people coming in with issues that aren't really normal, that are yeah. nothing to be worried about. Yeah. Because they are worried about because something different Because we don't be talk happening. about it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. talk about it. So they come in and they're like, what yeah. is this? And they're like, it's just normal. And it is. It's like people but coming like, into the doctor's office with a flu saying, I've got a really bad cold. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got runny nose. Yeah, it's I like can't that. breathe. Imagine if we what? didn't talk about the yeah. flu. Yeah. Imagine like, if you yeah. didn't know what the symptoms of a normal cold was. Yeah. You would go into the doctor's office completely like, terrified. I can't breathe. Yeah. My throat hurts really, really bad. It feels like I'm going to die. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you would be worried, and they'll be like, "Give it a week, goddamn, yeah, yeah. calm down, <laughs> go to bed. Some yeah, go to bed, <laughs> take some person. Yeah, you'll that's be fine." Such a good analogy because it's like we obviously talk about the flu, yeah, and certain viruses a lot, mm -hmm. and like we do not talk about certain women's issues in no, the same yeah. way, and not and even issues, really but okay. just normal bodily functions. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure, like, like exactly. Normalize we discharge, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, we're going right into the nitty gritty. Recognize but a yeast infection girls when it comes. Who are listening? Because discharge will come. is normal. Hashtag normalize. If you don't have it, that's probably not quite normal, actually. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, it's yeah, just cleansing people, itself. It's mm -hmm. just cleansing. People, I mean, I'm gonna say why I think people don't talk about women's issues. Well, a couple of reasons. Yeah. A because women are just not seen as an as important mm. quite frankly in medicine b because people are grossed out by thinking yeah. of women in like a medical way because mm. they want to think of women in a different way mm. or you know just even, even, even medic boys are grossed out by women's health yeah, which is ridiculous yeah no i mean the other day i asked a medic for a tampon and female medic obviously yeah. <laughs> and but the fact you, you could see, see obviously 
Maddie just had a little brain fart there. <laughs> yes, boys now carry tampons. I, mean, I was carrying. If on. you're a b- boys, please start carrying tampons on you. It would be carry really helpful. For your girls. Carry I mean, tampons for us poor girls. It's so useful in emergencies. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, do fair, it. Some guys who have girlfriends who like they might. Yeah, be my brother does. Around. Shout out to my brother. <gasps> Shout um, out the true feminist ally. The only valid man. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> the only uh, valid man. God. Sounds like a terrible movie. Yeah. That was, <laughs> for reasons, that was a joke. Mm. Um, just need to make that clear. But like, I asked this medic for a tampon. Um, I was like, do you have a tampon or a pad on you? And you could see like all the guys nearby were just like, mm. <gasps> did she just? And I'm like, yeah. And I then was, it's like when you have to exchange pads, like you're doing some secret little drug yeah. deal. And the, like, <laughs> That's so true. Oh, yeah, I, know, the, I was the doing nice that. Little, like, the yeah, cases. Yeah, the cases. And we're like, oh, yep. it's it's drugs, I promise. <laughs> but it was, it it's got to that point. Pills, I swear. <laughs> I was like, we were doing it discreetly. And I was like, and it was just, I was like, I, fuck it, I don't Why? give a shit. And I just walked out the lecture hall with a pad in my hand. Yeah. And you, you can see all the boys. The guys. <laughs> well, yeah, like um, once like, uh, oh yeah, if you ever want to <laughs> scare away a creepy guy, side note, this is the best way. Just find an unused, I should mention unused tampon, <laughs> throw it at him. It's like, honestly. Why not used? Just go on. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. Like I had a guy who was just kind Why of not? annoying me once when I was in a library. And I like throw a tampon at him. And you would have, you could have sworn that like, I just threw a grenade. Yeah. It was like all the boys in like a 10 mile radius just like jumped back and forth. It's the best thing ever. That is hilarious. So good. Do it. I remember. All the girls listening, it's the creep deflector. Yeah. (laughs) I remember there was a point, uh, a turning point when I was in high school, I think it was second year or something when I just realized that. I'm not going to be afraid of using pads or tampons anymore. Because mm. until that, I have that same kind of like, oh, I get to sneak it out of my bag, yeah. sneak it into my pocket and be like. It's like very, <laughs> yeah. very MI5. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to be like as discreet as possible. And when you're in the toilet, guards, do not open it loudly. Do not open it if there's stalls. Yeah. I used yeah. to play music at the same time yeah. to cover up the noise. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, did you actually? Yeah. But there was a turning point when I was like, nope. Just like flicked it up and be like, okay, everyone. Show your tampons to the world, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Tampon pride. Tampon pride. And pad pride. And pad pride. Not everyone. But we should all switch to moon cups, they're healthier. (laughs) On the topic of women's health. I've heard moon cups. Diva cups. Or wait, what's the difference? Pad panties. They're also really Or pad panties. They're amazing to sleep in them for. I'm just gonna say cups are great. Um, and they're better for the environment. Um, let's save the planet, guys. Yeah, that's and they're true, also actually. better. The f- they're better for it. your vagina because um, tampons are like they're like bleach. They have loads of nasty yeah. chemicals in them. Um, You're fucking up your vagina. To be honest, it messes with your pH. Pads aren't much better as well. Okay, um, so I can you get a yeast infection from using too much tampons? Basically. You can get, you can die. You can get toxic shock. That's if you leave it in. Oh Oh my God, you're always going on about toxic (laughs) bloody shock syndrome. I'm like, I'm like very like scared. Maddie's got a phobia of tampons. (laughs) You've heard it here, folks. Maddie's tampon phobia. It is irrational, but I still- It is incredibly irrational. But like people have I think I like asked you for a tampon once and you freaked out and were like, you're going to (laughs) die. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. don't do it. Yeah, so we're here also to educate I Maddie. I just think that if you put a tampon in, you get sepsis immediately. <laughs> no, it's, don't, don't like leave it in. But no. you know, I've, there are also like, you know, I've heard of women who've accidentally left one in for a month and it's been fine. Jesus, like, yeah. no. Or if they forget one's in there and they put in another one. Yeah, yeah, double yeah, tampon. Like, <laughs> that's actually a thing. Anyway. But yeah, switch to Diva Cups, talking about Can I just, as we're on this topic, I feel like it's really important to address the fact that um, women's products are not um, free. Shout out to Scotland. Yes. Do you want to talk about that? Shout out to Scotland. Scotland just made pasta bill saying that- uh, I thought you said pasta. I was like, what? Oh no, I want pasta now. Um, Scotland just passed a bill to make all- women's sanitary products free. No way. Yeah. yeah. I read about what? that. I read about that. We stand Scotland, everybody ditch England. Let's so go there. What, so are they just letting them so how does it you know Well, you know how, how you get free condoms? Yeah. yeah. Even so though sex is not a necessity in life. That's 
Um, so they're just not charging. Yeah. The, the, Is you, it like toilet paper? Like it's just not going to be charged. Yeah. Like you just you just you go to into a public restroom and instead of no, but I think it's like you can even just like buy them in the shops free. I yeah, need to so like look. I need them. to look more into detail about you this. You can buy yeah. them for free. You can yeah. purchase buy them. Well, buy them. You can just grab zero. Um, that's amazing. Yes. What the hell? Scotland is great. We love them. I want to move yeah. to Scotland now. But they uh, do also have one of the highest rates in the world for heart disease. So and a very too many deep fried Mars bars. Yeah, rain. I was gonna say it needs to chill out on the deep fried Mars bars. <laughs> um, <laughs> too much rain. But My brother lives in Scotland. It's wet. It's cold. It's all right. Um, yeah, but yeah, they uh, like their ladies. The That's fact that are sanitary products still taxed? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, the fact that they're taxed is quite ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. because it's something that you. But can't then razors aren't no. like yeah. men's razors. And you, I mean, listen, you choose to shave. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. I'm not. A saying man's not going to die if he has a beard. Yeah. <laughs> like, or he's not going to like bleed Wait, all over himself. Obviously, you can choose to like not. You can choose to just bleed. Free, like, free bleeding. But society, yeah. funnily enough, doesn't like that. Right? No. And it's also, also just it's to really, be fair. You would be sent home. home. It's messy. Yeah, it's job. unhygienic. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, no obviously, if you want a free bleed, no. you can. But just there's not something. It's not a very good idea to mm. sort of sit in a pool of your own blood. No, <laughs> just, I can imagine. And also staining. Like yeah, you would need to purchase new clothes. You need to purchase yeah. new clothes. Yeah. That's expensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you'd ruin where the couch you were sitting on. Yeah. <laughs> also, the fact that I mean, I found at least in my experience that there are more places that I've walked into where, whether it be like a GP's office or um, university or like even some places of work that I've been to. Um, like the fact that there are more condoms free yeah. than like sanitary products. Yeah. Yes. Like, Jesus, like not everyone uses a condom. Like, like I get oh, it. Like we, like we get it. You want safe sex. Oh, but yeah. like, I totally respect that. I think it's yeah. great. But to it's educate, like, but also like also people like, don't need sex, mm-hmm. yeah. but women can't stop Periods. their uterus tearing s- itself apart every s- month. Sex is a choice kind of thing. Like you can do it whenever you f- feel like mm, yeah. kind of thing in theory but bleeding from your vagina happens every month and this is why men also need to be educated on this because a they're the ones making a lot of these laws yeah and b i don't know if you've spoken to many men about periods they have no idea how they work it's like to a disturbing level also because um i mean when it comes to period pain as well i feel like a lot of guys are really clueless because yeah um, not by their own fault, by the way. I think they need to be educated. Definitely but, um, not. That's a part. No. Of, that's a part that's of the really, issue with sex that's education a really that we spoke about earlier. Yeah. They need to realize how painful it is. Yeah. But, but can I just say this? It's it, for me anyway, and for a lot of women I know, it changes every month, like the pain mm-hmm. variance. And so, so I've met some guys who are like I've told like, oh, I'm in a lot of pain, mm. and they were like, wait, but I thought that you didn't any pain when it came you like you told me that you never got period cramps and i'm like yeah, yeah well it changed yeah <laughs> like yeah. i don't know what is it you know it's i know like a girl something. who didn't have cramps for six years and then uh, she had a period that left her vomiting for four hours yeah, yeah. and it's like I, know. I didn't have any cramps when i was a teenager oh, I and then you. i know but now listen now it's coming for me <laughs> oh <laughs> i know <laughs> i know she's yeah. karma yeah <laughs> i what? i had what the ultimate like i always <laughs> you're a woman really. that's <laughs> what you did you're born as a woman it's karma because like, I wait, bet you oh would have no. been that smug teenager as well, yeah. saying to oh, all your what, saying to all was. your friends the crying. Karma, you would have yeah, been like, "Oh, yeah. I don't get any cramps." The karma yeah. was that I was that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you were that. Yeah. See, I you, was like, I don't even get. Cramps. You were like my best friend who watched me vomiting for several years while she yeah. was like, "I've never had a period cramp. I don't know what it's like." Oh. And I was like, but "Literally, people, go die." Also, guys, like, I mean, it's completely fair enough. Guys just don't know what it physically feels like of course they don't because it's a very specific um the actual feeling of like a period is very specific yeah but it also does feel at the start of the pain i feel like it feels a little like a stomach ache so yeah. sometimes i can't tell at first and then suddenly it like really hurts and i'm like oh, oh. nope i guess um, i can, can we tell. try and describe it for any guys listening yeah it feels like a knife well it's it's like, yeah it's it's well, uh, should we go around? Know. Should we go around? We should describe our own. Maddie, <laughs> you go first. Describe talk your about, period pain. Talk about <laughs> I've always wanted to. Um, <laughs> I so know. So for me, it's it starts because it, it builds, right? Yeah. It starts out and it's like a like kind of light stomach ache, 
as in an ache, as in like a kind of contracting. But that's what mm. stomach ache feels like yeah. to me anyway. And then I like sometimes I don't know if it is that. Mm. I've gotten better at telling though throughout the years, and like it's below your stomach. Mm. Obviously, it's your uterus. Mm. So that's an important point. Anatomy. Anatomy. <laughs> the only reason I know where the uterus is is because it fucking punches me every morning. <laughs> yeah. like, it just reminds me. Yeah. At the end, Imogen will give you an anatomy class. <laughs> um, but it's, it feels, I don't know, a lot of girls say it feels like a knife, but I don't even know if I agree with that. Well, it's person, different like, for each person. Yeah, Tell us what feels, yours is like. To me, it feels like a squeezing of like something. It feels like someone's squeezing like a stress ball mm. in me, but like it's really like squeezing it. And yeah. it really hurts a lot. Mm. And it comes in waves, contractions, yeah. hello. <laughs> um, and it's, yeah, it's a lot. And like if you, this if it's really bad for me anyway, the squeezing is like very prolonged mm. and you don't get much relief in between like squeezes or whatever. Yeah. And th- that's just contractions, I guess. I don't know, mm. you're the med student, so. Yeah. What, Tell me what, what I mean, I'm feeling and why I'm crying. <laughs> it, it's not like, well, contractions is like childbirth, and that's where yeah. your, your uterus like is trying though. to squeeze it's a baby a mini, out. It's but it's feel, it a does mini feel birth. similar. Yeah, it's blood. essentially a mini birth. I mean, you are like birthing out an unfertilized egg yeah. at the end of the day. It's but just basically, God punishing you. Am I, do you want me to explain it? Do you want me to explain how <laughs> properly how periods work? Alrighty, kids, welcome to Anatomy <laughs> 101 with Imogen. So basically, every month, uh, your uterus builds up this lining. Um, the egg like implants itself in that and is like, where's the sperm? Mm. Sperm doesn't arrive, unless it does, in which case, congratulations. Mm. Um, sperm doesn't arrive and then progesterone comes along and just, te- well, progesterone builds it up anyway, but then progesterone tears it down. Mm. If any of my lecturers are listening, please correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, and that's essentially what your period is. People think it's like blood, mm. but it's not actually like you just bleeding for no reason it's more a tearing of your uterine mm. lining so where it's like well this one's wasted yeah so and then like you've created this really nice ikea desk you've yeah. no it's not even like you've painted the nursery you bought Aww. the crib you've got the outfit oh, set up no. and color coordinated you've done like, your makeup you've done your hair you've yeah. honestly the nursery is done you've painted butterflies on the wall mm-hmm. and then, and then they've just told you and then the man is like i'm not paying child support <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's and all then the man's fault. You go, it's always men's fault. <laughs> and then you go into a rage. That was a joke. You no go into men. a rage and you tear apart that nursery. Aww. He said he wanted kids, but he's not ready to commit. Yeah. You're tearing <laughs> apart this nursery. You like set fire to it and it self-destructs. And that's basically what your uterus does. It and creates a it nursery has. for this egg. Yeah. It implants. The, n- the egg's already like, when we're going to become a baby. Mm. Yeah. doesn't happen. And it just sheds, and it's like a thick lining, like a mattress. Mm-hmm. Imagine like just having a knife and just tearing apart a mattress. That's what's happening. And your uterus, to get that gunk out, because you don't want that sitting in yeah. there, it squeezes, and that's the feeling of cramps. Yeah. It squeezes to just push that out. Um, and that's why, obviously, when you have cramps, you're not just having cramps. So for any guys listening, you don't bleed continuously. Mm-hmm. It kind of comes in spurts that's mm. really gross yeah, <laughs> it comes in, but no, it does come in spurts that's a really good point. and i don't know if you that's, a really good that's point. that was not a great word to use but it comes in spurts I it comes it in waves. i think that's a good word and and then if you i don't know for a while and then yeah. you stand up and that's why you don't Listen. feel any cramps <laughs> until there's a spurt because it's like you breathe for a bit and then your uterus is like we've got some more gunk let's go <laughs> and then squeezes again um, and that's when you get your cramps yeah. and then you're bleeding. That's why you don't have cramps when you're not bleeding. You always mm. have cramps when you're bleeding. Yeah. But that's a Fun really fact. good way of describing it. Cause I was going to say, it does feel like someone, a little, a tiny little person is running around my uterus with a knife, a big <laughs> knife. A tiny just person is running out with, with a big knife. And he was tearing the walls. <laughs> just like, I painted this for you. That's how it feels for me. to visualize it though, because yeah. I, I never, to be honest with you, I remember like, I kind of knew what the reason for a period was, and it was it wasn't until you gave me that explanation of a nursery yeah. that I was like, oh right, you've like built he did this too. home yeah. for an yeah. egg ready to come, then the egg doesn't come, and then they're like, well, fuck it, <laughs> they're like, yes. fuck you, Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, but I'm one of those people who I usually skip my period, um, and I don't know from your point of view if that's like 
I've heard it's I've heard, uh, several sources are like, oh, nine is dangerous. It'll build up, and you'll have like a super period, and, like every year. <laughs> a super period, and then, <laughs> and oh then a lot of other we GPs need to that I've spoken to periods. are like, no, that's fine. Don't worry it about is it. normal, like. Can periods are unpredictable. Period oh, I yeah, like for the feeling boys. of playing God, basically. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing the pill, as contraceptive period, yeah. period method, um, I can basically choose when I have a period. Because yeah. um, if I continuously take it and don't skip that week that I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. I basically won't Is have it. Is that why you skip your periods, by the way? Yeah, because it's, okay. it's, 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 Sorry, because it's painful. Sorry, we're just asking about... It's because it's yeah. painful. Yeah. And I'm used to not having that pain now. So yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to mention, just it. going on skipping periods for anyone who has a period and is listening and isn't on the pill and is like, eh, I skipped my period. Yeah. Um, that is also normal. So, yes, you can have a regular rhythm that's going to... That can easily just skip. Skip a month. Really? And it's also very... It's yeah, also I, very normal to, to not have any regular mm. rhythm. I mean, you know, we're going real personal here. I base mine on of how grumpy and how annoyed and how much I eat yeah. in one day. And if it's like at its peak, I'm like, okay, it's probably coming tomorrow. That's mm. how I know because I don't have a regular schedule and that's yeah. normal. Um, it's fair, literally just a question. You're only just coming out of your teens as well, so that's oh, like. Thanks. Really, just tell me, I'm young. I'm just saying. Call no, me I'm baby. Just, why don't I'm you? I'm just saying though, though, because like only in the in the last couple of years has mine. No, but I know I know a lot of people who are older than you. I know shock car. I didn't know there was anyone you could be. <laughs> um, but there are people older than you, and they still don't have regular period. I know. Who, yeah, I know yeah, a girl yeah. who's. Well, woman really who's 36 and yeah. still doesn't have a regular period really? wow. it's like more regular than it was and the fact but i never thought that could happen to mm. a woman that you would have irregular periods until you're 30 your body's weird your body just doesn't she just to, to all the people with vaginas listening school. your yeah. body hates you and that's the general consensus of this whole that thing it's about, just your body really doesn't like you it, it's really confused. Imagine your body as a teenager. It's just going through a lot of phases. It doesn't know what it wants. It's confused. It's irritated. Sometimes it's happy. And that's when you get a nice period with little cramps. Mm. But most of the time it's irritated and annoyed at society and life. It sounds like me. So Yeah, enough. it does sound like you. Maddie's really irritated. The thing is, if I didn't know that, if I, if I didn't have any experience of that, I would have gone to the doctors every month, be like, no, hey, why is my period? I'm pregnant. Yeah. Or why is it weird? Or why is it? Like, well, I mean, for the first year I had that, it. I was yeah. like, somehow... Even though I'm a little gaby, I was like, somehow I'm pregnant. Mm. And you know, because they didn't give you proper Jesus. sex ed, I was like, <laughs> I am the new Virgin Jesus Mary. Virgin Mary. I am the new Virgin Mary. <laughs> I am the new not so Virgin Mary. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I was like, and I mean, for years, because I didn't know this until I got medical. Mm. Um, I got medical. I, <laughs> let's get medical. <laughs> medical. Uh, I just was like, Every single month, I was like, it's over two weeks late. Yeah. Clearly, a man, like, jizzed on his hand <laughs> and then, like, didn't wash his hands properly and then shook my hand. And then when I went to the toilet and wiped, like, some sperm happened and now I'm pregnant. And I just always assumed. That sounds right. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, that's it. That's, mm-hmm. that's how it works. Because no one told me that couldn't happen. Do you guys, do you, do you remember that scene in Glee? Where? Oh, God. Oh, oh, it happened in the hot tub. The hot tub, one. The hot tub oh. one. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yes. Quinn. so as your anatomy expert here, that's not going to happen. No. Yeah. Sperm you, die in hot temperatures. <laughs> Sperm also die in acidic temperatures. Uh, acidic temperatures. Acidic settings. Which is why your vagina is really acidic because it actually doesn't like sperm it's confirmed it's actually made to kill it's actually made to kill them survival of the fittest literally there's a reason why your vagina is acidic a it keeps out all that bacteria nasty shit but it also keeps out most sperm and then only like the biggest baddest sperm Mm. can get through because I wonder what is happening during yeast infection. Is it not acidic anymore or is it too acidic? It's always acidic. Um, yeah, it's what is I was pH? About to say something really pH is a is so, a thing that I've heard of. You're so letting many me times. chemistry here. pH Ooh. is low, pH Julie, is normal. Julie so pH, 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 okay. pH is the measure of well, we'll to simplify it all, we'll say it's the measure of like acidity or 
not acidity. Okay. So not if something's very, very not acidic, it's called alkaline yeah. or base. I don't know if you've heard of acids and base. Yeah, yeah, I'm a drinker. So acids and base. So, oh, sorry, yeah, I shouldn't say alkaline. That's yeah. only in liquid. Base and acid. Yeah. So that's what your pH scale is. You've got 1 to 14. 7 is fully neutral, and that's what pure water should be. Uh, 14 is, like, the most alkaline ever. Bleach is right up there in the, like, 13 to 14 mm. and then you've got one which is really really acidic and that's hydrochloric acid okay um don't recommend spilling that on yourselves so i still have a scar um <laughs> yeah chemistry class was wild yeah um always wear your gloves in the labs kids <laughs> uh, yeah and basically your vagina is uh i think it's about a four or five mm. so it's pretty acidic yeah. um like, I just got a, this is TMI, but for the my lesbian sisters out there, Jesus, if you have any kind of injury on your fingers, don't do it. It's, it's acidic. It's going to hurt. Really? Um, yes. Oh, okay. uh, I speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the vagina is a very acidic place and the sperm get killed off. Like yeah. most of them die before they've even reached the cervix. So actually getting pregnant is. That's why it's so difficult. Medical. Yeah, it's truly we, a miracle. It is such a miracle because most of that stuff dies before <laughs> I can get there because yeah. um, because sperm are useless. Um, and then there's like a handful who are like, "Yeah, we made it past the cervix." Yeah, and like they've got to go and find that egg. Um, and only a few of them can. You know, it, we always joke about survival of the fittest. Yeah. We always think about it as like fully grown humans. But with sperm, that is literally the case. It is only the strongest sperm who can actually make yeah, it through all of this massive, like total yeah. wipeout obstacle yeah. course. Yeah, total, total wipeout. <laughs> you can, you, sperm's got to get past. The sperm's got to get past the big red balls. <laughs> no. Oh, right. oh, no. I feel so powerful now as yeah, a person as a being woman, alive. As a woman. Own your no, uterus. Alive, your uterus person. hates oh, yeah, sperm. Yeah. Your I mean, uterus you is a badass who protects it, which you is why you most live about your uterus. That like, too. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a badass, literally. Your uterus, which is, which is your uterus fights men um, every single time, mm. you know, you it's, do stuff. Which is why it's ridiculous. Just to bring it back a bit. It's ridiculous why... You know, some GPs like don't take seriously women's issues because, mm. like, we have the most badass bodies. Like, <laughs> our bodies like, literally tear themselves apart and rebuild, rebuild themselves, themselves every single month and, it, and act like fucking ninja warriors again. And yeah. all this time, we're like going to work, going to school, acting like our bodies and doing a full like reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and yet, people like take like give us shit. Yep. Anyway, um, <laughs> society. I don't know but what time we're on, by the way. What time it's half seven. We started about twenty-two. Are we an hour in. Mm. Okay, should we wrap it we've up? We've got ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. We've got, so well, we've got ten minutes. Oh, sorry. I, th I don't know why I thought that was an hour. <laughs> I was like, huh. <laughs> Maddie has one brain cell left, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah. true. I shouldn't say that. Actually, that's not an announcement. Anatomically correct. Anatomically <laughs> That is a word I can never put. Oh, I did. Anatomically I, correct. Actually, I wanted to ask our guest something. Yeah. Um, yes, ask me so, in medical school in particular, how do you feel that women's issues are represented? I know we talked about like how it's like only reproductive, mm. whatever. But for instance, are there more, do you know if there are more men or women studying medicine? Way more women. Okay, that's I'd say if there was a room of five medics, you'd have one maybe two who's a guy and the rest oh. are all girls that's interesting and that's that's a fairly new development like i'd say in the last five years i think because women have basically because of all the issues we spoke about said yeah. fuck that i'm gonna become yeah. the doctor instead and that was definitely my like main thing was already i really just like the idea of medicine yeah. um but i really want so i'm main reason why I'm guest as well is I'm going to go into obs and gynae. Mm. Uh, I want to be the one who will actually believe women. You know, I've had terrible experiences yeah. with gynecologists and that's why I'm going into that. Thank you. And that's the thing I why a lot of women... Thank you for that. I've been lying at the table with my feet spread apart, crying spread eagle in position. pain, yep. crying in pain, screaming. Just and I no got insulted by afterwards. my first gynecologist when I was only yeah. like... 
I mean, she was all right the first time, but when I went back when I was 16, that gynecologist insulted me and made me, like, for no reason. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about, I was 16, I was just a little, little baby. So scary. And she didn't, well. it's so scary. I'm like, really vulnerable. I told her, like, my period is irregular and it came later than I expected. So I'm slight, I'm like on the last day of my period. And she got really angry at me for that. Mm. She got angry. like, yeah, she got angry at me because I didn't shave the day of my Whoa. appointment. And I think that was the what? moment no. when I was like thinking like, <laughs> mm, should I do, um, you know, colorectal health or maybe neuroscience? Like, doesn't your mm, vagina what? smell like flowers? And mm. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, your vagina is not meant to smell like roses. I'd do need to make that really clear. If it does, you're using too much soap and you will get a yeast infection. Yes. Oh, oh. Can I, wait, can I do a couple of PSAs on yeah. women's health yes. while I'm here? Hi, as your... Friendly neighborhood, friendly neighborhood medic trainee, Obzangaini. Your vagina's not meant to smell like soaps and flowers. If it smells like anything, it should probably smell like nothing at all, really, to be honest. Um, if it starts to smell fishy, see a gynecologist. Um, do not use like normal soaps and shower gels on your vagina. We talked about pH. Your vagina has a specific pH. That shit will fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> if you want to use anything use a specific vaginal intimate soap which is like the right ph and you do not put that in your vagina you use that around your vulva just please don't put anything that's really not meant to be there in your vagina uh tampons penises and strap-ons only um <laughs> as long as and fingers clean. and fingers as long as, long as, long as they're clean, clean. Yeah. make make people wash their fingers before they do anything there please oh, that's a um, with lesbian health as well so lesbian health like, wear gloves. lesbian health I guess. wash those hands please for the love of yeah Christ. yes uh no don't go from an indian meal eating a curd with your hands <laughs> no <Hey. laughs> So yeah, that (laughs) is shit. Like, don't put any of that stuff on there. Don't try and do shit. You know how we talked about discharge? Um, That's just your vagina cleaning itself. Your vagina is really smart. She's imagine her as like that smart badass woman that you know who's just like juggling three jobs, a kid, and yoga classes (laughs) with no issue, while her boyfriend's like tried to make a dinner reservation once, but the place was (laughs) cancelled. You know, that's that's your that's your vagina and uterus. She's got her shit together. She's cleaning she's, she's cleaning herself. You don't need to do anything. If your f- discharge starts to smell like fishy or is getting like lumpy or green or green. Green's a bad colour. Yeah. Yellow, white, clear is fine. Green is bad. Go see a gynecologist. Yellow. Um I, I like not like dark yellow. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. If it's like lightly tinged oh, yeah, yellow, yeah, yeah. you know, like you know, like vanilla yogurt can yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't do that because it's like we're not. We're we not need to grow this up. You brought the medic on Why for a reason. Bring vanilla <laughs> yogurt. Like I don't appreciate that. Anyway. And you know, if you find it's more like if you find that your discharge is changing a lot. Yeah, I mean, it will yeah. change throughout the month around ovulation time. It's going to be quite jelly-like. Mm, um, yeah. That's normal, by the way. Don't worry. Mm. Um, and congratulations, you're fertile. So if you want a baby, go do that. Yeah. Um, now's your time. That's normal. It's more if you notice any like distinct changes. But it's like quite any distinct smells. Yeah. 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 Exaggerated if you're changes. Does <laughs> um, your washing? If it's green, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's notice lumpy, if it <laughs> smells nan. fishy or too That's cheesy, yeah. gynecologist, they'll sort you out. It's probably just a little yeast infection. You just need to take a couple of pills and no sex for two weeks. It's chill. Yeah. Um, I think that's, oh yes, vaginas come in all different shapes and sizes. They tend to show like one, like very similar vaginas and things like porn Mm. or diagrams online. Mm. If don't feel like some of them- Perfectly sized. Perfectly sized, closed cut, nothing's coming out. Some people will have very, very outwards labia and that is absolutely fine. Mm. Uh, You may feel like you're the only one who has that. So many women have that. So yeah, that's normal. But I think that's all my PSAs. Yeah. I just wanted to get that yeah, out of the way. That was very helpful. Actually. Speaking that really on good. that, that is really helpful. And the thing is, we're at uni where a lot of people are going through these kind of issues. They're having these queries right now because yeah. a lot of things are happening to their bodies. Mm-hmm. And where did they go? We don't have a gynecologist on campus. No. no. Why? I Sexual health centre drop-ins in Brighton. Yeah, but still. But that's not. No, we that's should like, have one on campus, yeah. especially since our students are very vulnerable because they're all 
most students starting out in undergrad are like 18 19 mm -hmm. they're very young yeah. and like if you have not had any experience with like gynecology in your teenage years yeah. then now is the time that you will probably yeah. get into that and get into sexual health uh also because like people living although you should see a gynecologist the moment you start getting sexually active <laughs> yeah yeah but i'm just saying like a lot of women won't because they'll be living at home yeah with their parents and they won't feel comfortable doing it then so they'll do it they'll be like oh i'll get to union yeah um That's the which place is like yeah. oh, this is just the fact of like a lot of mm. women you know do that mm. and so i think the proper sexual health for women is really important in this time so it's it's bad that we don't have a, yeah like, and a lot of the students at sussex especially are internationals as well mm. And if they don't know where to go in Brighton and they're experiencing that kind of thing, then where they're young and this is their first experience. Yeah. And then don't have anywhere to turn. I mean, you obviously, you have the health centre, which I feel like they do a decent job. Yeah. Mm. They do. They're good for they mental try. health. They're probably they, a bit overwhelmed, though. Yeah. A they're lot overwhelmed. very good at mental health, which is a topic for another day. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Dr. Yeah. Esther. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it should it definitely needs to be expanded i feel yeah, like definitely. um but yeah, yeah. in light of that we do have stuff like uh for example this week is mental not mental health. mental health awareness week. No, no it's it's, it's well-being week well-being week oh true yeah it is well-being which week. is uh very nice because according to themselves it's a week of events designed to raise awareness of well-being issues mm -hmm. which obviously can be a lot of and then physical issues yeah. that we've talked about course, um, yeah. and it's supposed to empower you to look after your own well-being and give you information about and and to find advice where to find advice and support which is crucial i feel like at this point in time mm -hmm. um to know where to find things i remember <laughs> first year i just i never went to doctors i always waited mm. until like christmas time or summertime when i would oh, be at so home because yeah. i'm an international um, and I'd go to my regular doctors was this year. They fucking know my face, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there all the time. Yeah. Now that I know where it is, I'm like, mm -hmm. yes, let's go there yeah, all the yeah. time. Because something that's mm, minorly different as happening to my body, I feel like it's major because I don't, yeah. I'm not used to talking about it. I'm not yeah. used to knowing the symptoms. Uh -huh. And in terms of things that are good on, in terms, I mean, we don't have much on campus, like we don't have a gynecologist, mm. but, um, Sussex under the sheets while they focus mostly on like sexual assault are also really really good for things like women's health mm. um you should all go follow them on various social media and have a look they do loads of amazing things that's good and then Copperfield, the ones who are running i think they're running pink, yeah, week. pink week yeah, yeah. uh yeah. copperfield c-o-p-p-a like copper they're all Field. around the uk yeah, as well they're yeah. all around the uk yeah. so look at them yeah. as well those are that's what we have on campus, yeah. really. <laughs> and obviously, the I think it's the SU that puts on free Wednesdays. Yeah, free Wednesdays. Yeah. And today's a Wednesday, so <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I picked up some ta some pads today. So yeah. what is free Wednesday? Just explain it. Free Wednesdays is an amazing thing run by the SU, where I think it's between eleven and twelve or twelve to one. Yeah, something like that. It's something around lunchtime on a Wednesday. If you go. Um, to the to the, farmer uh, to the SU and yeah. farmer house by the SU reception. There's a little stand there with sanitary products, drug testing kits, mm -hmm. um, condoms. You can get tested for chlamydia. You can get for chlamydia, STD testing, mm -hmm. condoms. You know, loads of great stuff. And all you need to bring is a student card, and it's you can get something free. It's free. Like I I came quite late today, lot. but I still got like a massive box of free pads like yeah, it's that's great sick. and that that costs a lot of money yeah it's yeah. stuff that would usually cost people loads of money because capitalism but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there you go yeah so it's provided in some sense by the yeah. university well, it's mostly by the su and stuff like that by the su which i feel like yeah yeah that's an it's important more distinction i feel like student-led more student-led student very much more student-led yeah in my previous university like we had sanitary products but it was only within the su mm. um i'm not sure if the university itself ever did much <laughs> but anyway do universities ever yeah <laughs> Good question. sip the tea <laughs> sip the, the wine. wine i'm, wine, I'm out of wine I'm out of, yeah it's bad i've already finished it um, we need to wrap up yeah. goddamn so 
God, we spoke about so much, I feel like. It was we really did. good. That was such a productive talk. Yeah. You're I welcome. I so much about my uterus. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. My period. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important to talk about. Um, I just wish that, like, it was more open discussion for men and women. That's yeah. the thing. And well, men, if you're listening, spread this around. Yeah. And obviously, this topic is so diverse. Like, mm-hmm. we could have an entire episode speaking just about periods. Yeah, Speaking exactly. just about pregnancy. Speaking well, just about Bring anything. me back for those ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we might, actually, because there's just so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned a lot today. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Always here to talk about periods and discharge. Yeah. yeah. Normalize discharge. Normalize. Normalize discharge. Oh god. <laughs> We're at that point. And yeah. it's time to say goodbye. You've been listening to Campus. No. Wait, what did I say? The <laughs> Campus Feminist Happy Hour. Yeah, that's what it, oh. I said Campus. <laughs> you forgot the V and I got oh. confused. So like, do you know what I want? I want that to stay in the edit. That, that yeah, in the edit, that was good. Okay, go again. You've been listening to the the <laughs> campus feminist happy hour. The campus feminist happy hour. The campus feminist happy hour. We go. all know it now. Can we please remember it? <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to. Feminist Happy Hour on campus with Maddie and Julie.